Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You know, my favorite thing about the movie is like, it feels like a, like a movie. Can I get you anything? A gun. Fucking crap. Where the hell have you been, little My mom does all the grocery shopping. And enough champagne to fill the Nile. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Ken. Don't suck on your own fucking head. I don't know what it looks like. Actually, no, that's not the truth, Sally. And you did it at my birthday dinner. That means nothing. I like mugs. I want to make history. And that's what this is. What was that? Um, anyway, uh, hi, welcome to What Hello. the Fuck is Happening, the podcast. Yes, I'm thank Nick. you. I'm Maddie. Imagine and this that. is... What I just said it was. <laughs> did you, did you, can you believe, I wonder what that brand new intro sounds like? Hmm. Oh, I truly, I didn't even know Nick was doing a new intro and then he just was like, pick from these. Like, okay, they're really good, so <laughs> I'm cool with this. <laughs> oh my god, it's like he's back in the studio. Yeah, I heard it. <laughs> wow. Slay. Mm-hmm. Um Slay. Back. we are we are we've been gone for like a couple weeks. I feel like it must it's have been, been... Longer than a couple of weeks. I mean maybe. I feel like I feel like we are fine. Because... Everything's fine. You know, who cares? Under control. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like if 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 you've not listened to the past couple of episodes, then you've got them to listen to anyway. So what's it matter if we take a little break? (laughs) Sure, totally. I will say though, this weekend a wild time. So yeah, it has. Um, this weekend will be the first time in a while that we've recorded in person and i feel like once we record in person again it'll be easier to like get mm. back into the flow you know yeah sure i'm not gonna like crush your dreams or anything so i'm not gonna say no but do i believe that uncertain <laughs> why i don't know <laughs> i feel like we've done a really bad job this year of being consistent <laughs> Yeah, but this year's been odd. It's been a year. It's been a year. It's been a year. I say that about every year, but I feel like this year specifically. I was going to say, I think you that at the end of every year. <laughs> but I feel like specifically this year has been choice after choice, cosmically, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, definitely 2020 was up there with, like, the plague and all. But, like... This year, oh, yeah, definitely. Was... I, mean, I mean, speaking uh... of cosmic choices... Oh, you go. I was just going to say that I've been working a lot more and trying to organise, like, podcast editing and uploading and promoting and mm. potential guests and all this stuff is really difficult when you're working, it turns out. Imagine mm. that. Having hobbies is not for the faint of heart, I won't lie. No. 
But whenever we do record and stuff, I love it so much. And obviously, you know, we it's are really true. so worthy of other people's time that, you know, we say. I mean, I totally agree with that 100%. If we are worthy of each other's time, we are worthy of the entire world's time. So. Period dot. Bubbly. <laughs> oh. If you want to sponsor us, please do. <laughs> I drink you religiously. Iconic. Zero... Zero calories, zero sugars. Mm-hmm. Can you believe? Mm-hmm. And so much wow. flavor. That really did sound like an ad, I won't lie. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking wish it was. Anyway, what were you going to say about said, cosmic and choices? so much flavor. <laughs> oh, I was actually <laughs> going to just go straight into um, the drama of the, the Donald Trump mugshot. Because if we're, like, ranking Cosmic Choices, that one's really high up on the amazing things I mean, that happened I mean, I don't really year. have a lot to say about it. Because, like... I mean, no, obviously. You know, he's Just getting... He's got to check himself into another one, like, next week. So it's, like... That's iconic. It's just a common occurrence now. They're coming thick and um, fast. And I feel like <laughs> every time they do something... Ew, not thick and fast. <laughs> I feel like every time... um. Every time something happens to Trump that's, like, consequences to his actions, he just gets more popular within the right wing. Because the day he got his mugshot done, last Friday or whatever, Mm. for Americans, Mm -hmm. um, he had the highest amount of donations to his campaign ever since, like, 2015. That's horrifying. Yeah. Why didn't... He doesn't need the money. What do they all think? They already pay taxes and that's how he earns his money so i think they can all just anyway yeah, that's look, not on me people are like why that's are they paying them. why are all these poor people paying a billionaire who doesn't right. actually want the best for them right right it doesn't it makes like, zero sense make it make sense but whatever literally whatever. i mean those videos anyway. are always I, I i don't know if you see them but i would assume you do those videos of that dude who <laughs> like goes to the Trump rallies and interviews all of the yeah. people and like circles back on their own logic. Um, one yeah. came up today, as one does, and it was about like how people genuinely believe there's like two militaries and like that Donald Trump is still the president and all that nonsense. So, you know, if they can believe that, it, it shouldn't be surprising that they donate their own hard earned money to his campaign. <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Mm. It's mm. just so wild to me. Mm. Like, anyway. Have you, um, oh, wait, let's, since I've got this going, I can. Oh, On to a new topic. That's what that means. You know, easy segue. <laughs> um, yeah. Have you listened to the new Selena song yet? No, I haven't. I honestly completely forgot about it since you last mentioned it. So, what is it good? You are so aggressively annoying. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't even know. Like, I honestly, the three days since I saw you have just all been one big blur. I don't even. That's fair. Yeah, I think it's been. I got nothing. I think it's been like thirty six hours, but whatever. Um, 
there's been like yeah, a whole anyway. flood of new music recently. So I can give you like the general okay. rundown vibe reviews of everything. Mm-hmm. Selena Gomez's new Do single, it. Single Soon, which very much reminds me of there's an episode of 30 Rock where Tracy Morgan's wife is like a reality mm. star and she's gonna try and go into pop music. Mm-hmm. And she's like, <sighs> my new single, my single is dropping, is dropping. And it's like, the actual, <laughs> the name of the song is My Single is Dropping. It feels like that. Like, the entire time she was promoting it was like, single soon. My new single, single soon is soon. You know? Iconic. Iconic. It was very Or unhinged. like that, um, um, that, um, Andy Samberg, like, um, like, um, fake documentary, fake, fake pop star documentary he made mocking all of the ones that are coming out not stopping yeah yeah (laughs) yeah that one you always you never fail to whip out the most heterosexual references (laughs) it's it's really true you'll be like have you seen this extremely (laughs) popular and mainstream movie and i'll be like no but did you know about this extremely abstract and niche pop culture thing (laughs) okay well pop star never stop never stopping is not niche it is very heterosexual it's more like i'll be like have you seen this massive piece of pop culture news about one of your favorite like pop girlies and you'll be like no but i did watch this like mel gibson mark Wahlberg movie the other day where it's all about like kidnapping and saving the family and i will find you and i will kill you i mean more realistically because this is what actually happened is my answer is no but i did stay up until 2 30 in the morning watching cars go around in a circle so you know here's that (laughs) yeah anyway so Enough about that dynamic. Actually, no, circling back around to it, I mum did say the other day, it was talking about F1. And she was like, Did Nick and Chelsea think this is weird? I was like, yeah, They do. Um, and I was like, But Nick lets me talk about it because I let him talk about the real housewives, which she was like, That's the funniest dynamic ever, considering gender norms i, I mean, suppose so that's true that is true but that's also <laughs> yeah that's true there's only two <laughs> genders the f1 girly or the real housewives gay <laughs> that's the new that's if that yeah, we'll call true, that the world that's not the gender binary that's not the gender binary we'll call that the friendship binary there has to be a oh, girl I love that. that's cute. who's into tomboy things and a gay who's into girl things that's cute i love it perfect this is why our friendship so well yeah new york continues to be fantastic and 11 out of 10 if anyone wants to jump in see the new season is the the easiest way to jump in because it's a whole new cast so do it is this the one oh Um, no it's not what I was going to say, is this the one where someone's, like, arrested in real time? That, that if it's a new cast, then I would assume No, that not. was Salt Lake City. You watched season one of Salt Lake City. Mm. And I watched a few episodes of it and you... it popped off. You really need to watch season two, because season two is one of the best seasons of television of all time. Because it's so <laughs> insane. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Fair. Selena Gomez's new single, Single Soon. Right. Right, yes. 
is not a good song. Uh, However, I've had it on repeat since Friday. Interesting. Interesting. Like, I literally, I know all the words. It's two minutes fifty long. Because it's, like, the most generic pop song I've ever heard. But that just means that it's catchy and fun and, and boppy, you know? Yeah, I do. Okay, I'm downloading it now. Because I love generic Like, literally, pop. the chorus... Is like, <laughs> I'm a date who I wanna stay out late if I wanna. I'm a do what I wanna do. You know, like that's it. It's not exactly poetry. <laughs> well, no, that's like the hook in the chorus. It's like, uh, oh, okay. Actually, it's worse. It's I'm I'm picking out this dress. I'm trying on these shoes because I'll be single soon. I mean, at least it vaguely rhymes. Yeah, it's like... I really enjoy it, and I love it, and it'll probably be, like, my top listen to song of the year, but I'm Funny. able to acknowledge that it's, like, not revolutionary. Relatively average. Or particularly yeah. good. <laughs> um, but it's camp. I think it's camp. Anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, the album I'm like, cover is very camp, so... The album cover is very uh, mid to late 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah, yeah, yes. And that's because it was taken on the set of a music video. And the music video, by the way, is literally just like an, an early 2010s, late 2000s uh, music video where it's like the girl going out clubbing and just like dancing and like smiling at the camera and like slowly turning her head and moving her hair to the camera and stuff like that. I... Like it's so cliche that it's everything to me <laughs> also like she really said <laughs> i'm sick of pop culture at the moment i'm bringing us back <laughs> yeah i'm gonna get hashtag white girl wasted yeah <laughs> yeah um, the, in the year of bobby in the year of bobby the um only thing i have to say is like is it like we Sonia Gomez isn't like a great singer, right? I mean, I would say she's pretty good. I wouldn't say she's like Adele, but like I wouldn't <laughs> say she's any. She's like I, this is gonna sound really funny, but it's such. I kind she kind of reminds me. It's like Taylor Swift. It's like. They're really good. They can hold a tune. It's like they have an interesting voice and it's good to listen to, but they're not like traditionally what you would call like an amazing vocalist, you know? I disagree about Taylor because I think Taylor can like hold her own when it's just like a guitar and her singing and it's still really good. Yeah. Oh, Whereas... and you think Selena can't though? No, I don't think she could. I think Selena, there's a reason that all of her most popular songs have her doing, like, a weird vocal uh, thing. Does that, that doesn't make sense. But wait, I'll try and, what are our top singles? (laughs) Um, Yeah. Uh, I think Taylor Swift is an amazing, like, is a very good vocalist. 
but I also think that Selena is a pretty good vocalist. Like, I don't think she's, like, bad. She's not, like... I don't think she's bad. But if you think I of, like, Same Old Love, example. Hands to Myself... Um... Bad Liar... We Don't Talk Anymore... They've all got, like, weird... The choruses where they're meant to be, like, strong... Like, big Katy Perry raw moments. It's, like... A weird whisper or like a weird talking singing moment. Does like that make a sense? Synthy kind of, yeah, synthy vibe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess, but I don't think. Or like that a weird means... like vocal fry. I don't know. Like... In single soon, it's very much like, um, she does like a talk sing for like the entire verse, like all of the mm-hmm. verses, uh, mm-hmm. and then at the end of the verse, it has like this weird um, inflection. That makes it sound like she's singing really flat. Interesting. Because it's like, wait. Yeah, so like the first line of the song is, should I do it on the phone? So it's like, should I do it on the phone? But it's like... Does that make sense? Do you get what I mean? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Should I leave a little note in the pocket of his car it's like that <laughs> i don't know it sounds kind of weird to me but again i think it's slay interesting i mean i'd have to listen to make a, an informed decision but I, I honestly think that there are just so many different ways to categorize what a good and a bad singer is because you can be like oh well this singer puts a lot of emotion into their voice or oh this singer is like really talented in terms of the actual, like, is really good at hitting a note or this singer is really good at belting or this singer has an interesting inflection to their voice. So it's like, like, how do you even say but she who doesn't is have good and a who is bad, you consistent know? consistent gimmick. Yeah, but that doesn't make her a bad singer. That just makes her badly managed. Well, no, I, like, I, I think, I don't objectively think she's a bad singer. Like, Lose You To Love Me proves that she's probably mm. a good singer. I just think that all of the oh, singles and like so good. songs that she ends up writing and performing, all the songs she chooses are like she chooses are odd choices. I think they're badly produced. And well, not badly. They're they're don't, they're produced. They're not good the, showcases. Yeah. Is yeah. perhaps what I should say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. Hmm. Why is I'm your interest so we bad really today? Took a deep dive into that. Oh, it's a whole thing. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, I don't want to go into it. It's such a long story. <laughs> it's fine. You're just really delayed. Um, uh, another yeah, so new you. song is Do. Well, I'm not. We know that you're the one with the bad internet, so you're the one who's delayed, not me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, to me. Anyway, bitch. Another new song that's released is Doja Cat's new single, um, uh, Paint yeah. the Town Red. Mm-hmm. It's a really good song. I really enjoy it. Um, but it sounds like it could be off her, her her debut album or literally like be a companion to any of her other music, which 
is annoying specifically because she spent so long this album cycle being mm-hmm. her scarlet persona where she's doesn't yeah. give a fuck about her fans and she's bad and she doesn't do pop music anymore and i'm like well then why is your lead single a pop song that fits into the rest of your discography flawlessly I'm not going to lie, not that I'm a particularly good, like, litmus test for what is and isn't popular, um, but I'm not going to lie, I did not even realise the song had come out, like, haven't heard it. Well, I think... Haven't heard a thing about it. Yeah. I mean, I think it's very much a, um... I don't know, like, it... It's turned me off even more so because... Someone who I thought used art to express creativity and to express their, Mm. like, emotion and shit has just been using art as a marketing ploy for this, the past, like, Mm. six months. And I don't know. I think that's Mm. really transparent and really gross and turning offy. Because for the rest of her career, she has very much been, like, uh, if she's done something controversial or whatever, it's in the name of art. And genuinely, in the name of the the stuff that she's releasing and the stuff that she wants to make and all that, this has just been like, I'm a bad bitch who hates my fans and is horrible to everyone. But it's just a marketing ploy. And it's not actually reflected in the stuff that she's doing. So I'm like, I don't know, that turns me off even more, but whatever. I, I totally understand that there's like an escalation between this and what I'm about to bring it up. But it almost is kind of like this Lizzo stuff where... Um, she's like marketed herself as this one thing and then it turns out behind the scenes it's like a completely different story allegedly <laughs> allegedly allegedly yes <laughs> yes um <laughs> yeah i guess i guess it, yeah no i see what you mean you're saying I don't know, that, like, like um, it, it... part of lizzo's image was like yeah. the positive attitude and the make everyone feel good and spread love not hate and then this this stuff with her lawsuit makes it seem like all of that was just marketing and just a brand and yeah it doesn't her music doesn't hit the same now if that makes sense yeah i do find myself skipping her songs interesting i mean i don't have any in my current playlist anyway so i can't say one way or the other what i would be doing but go off um, the next new song is Bad Idea Right by Olivia Rodrigo. Um, this one's uh, not for me. I this don't, one I have I don't really like it. Um, it's just I, not for me. Oh, I agree. I don't think I'm the target oh, audience. I listened to it once. Yeah, I listened to it once and I was like, uh, okay. Yeah. Which is funny because yeah. Vampire like changed my life. I was like, this is yeah, the greatest Vampire's song phenomenal. of all time. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and then it was followed up with this. No, I don't. And I think honestly, I don't think I said it's a bad song. I actually just think because it's so much like the first album, it's kind of just a bit like, oh, okay. Not no. I think even more so is the fact that it feels like I know that it was like an artistic choice of her to make it like the music and the uh, actual singing be, like, the same volume. But, like, I don't want to listen to a worse version of Good For You where I can't even hear the lyrics. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I can't hear the lyrics. True. And I'm mm. not like that old. Was, I'm only 25. There, definitely... <laughs> there were definitely some choices that were made. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Having said that, I think yeah. if this new album has one skip on it, then that's still incredible. It's really true. Interesting that it would be one of the singles, but whatever. That's not for us to decide. Yeah. Yeah. Well, reserve judgment until the album comes out. Didn't she say Taylor Didn't she say Taylor Swift was like her idol growing up? So maybe she's just like, Well, choosing bad lead singles was worked for (laughs) worked for Taylor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Um never know. Renee Rapp's new album's out. It's really slay. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, this one's really left field. Okay. But, and I can't believe I'm saying it, but I am an Addison Ray stan. Officially. Uh, interesting. I will reserve judgment. I'll fix my face because I am not, I'm a feminist girly, so... Tell me why you think this. Well, I mean, it's not like she's done... She's just been, like... The only reason the general public doesn't like Addison Rae is because she's a TikTok girly who's, like, a little bit cringe in her past. Which, like, yeah. whatever. But basically, um, <clears throat> like, I think, like, a year ago, two years ago, she tried to launch her music career with, like, um, one of the major labels. Um, and she released, mm-hmm. I think, one or two singles. Um, and then all of her... The rest of her EP got leaked. Uh, and oh. I guess it, it like it was like a morale thing or something, but basically, um, <clears throat> they cancelled the releases of all of it, and she's not released any music since. Oh, but then, um, that's sad. But then a few weeks ago, she signed a new record deal, um, and she announced, and the fans, so they, she kind of became like a micro celebrity in the gay community, where mm-hmm. her the the leaks of her songs were like really pop girly like fun you know crazy um yeah and anyway so she signed to a new label and they've decided to release um the songs that that leaked basically the four songs that leaked as an ep and that's just come out two weeks ago it's got four songs Mm. um and all four of the songs (laughs) slap do they really? <laughs> They're all genuinely good. They're all genuinely okay. good oh, and genuinely fun okay. and like okay, camp and like hard. I pop. can fuck with that. And you know I, you know I respect it when girlies go full pop. I do, I do. Who doesn't? Because um, it is iconic. In fact, one of the songs it's called "Nothing On But the Radio," um, huh. and it's actually a demo. Uh, basically, Gaga recorded it as a wrote and recorded it as a demo for her first album, The Fame. Um, and she chose not to add it to the album. Interesting. And then, like fifteen years later, it got offered to Addison, and she chose to do it. And um, it's an absolute bop. It's very cute and fun and fresh. I mean, uh, learning that makes your obsession with her make a lot more sense to me. So. It makes the... Yeah, well, anyway, she has, like, a song with Charlie XCX on it. So, like, it makes sense that her music is queer-friendly. It does. Um, 
But yeah, I would highly recommend listening to Addison Ray's EP because it's really good. Okay, alright. Um, right, um <clears throat> the other song. Well, see, I feel like people. I'm this one actually annoys me. So Miley released. Um, the music video for mm-hmm. used to be young and is mm-hmm. now claiming yeah. it's a single and sent to the radio and stuff. Yeah. 99% of the population seems to believe that this is a brand new song previously unreleased mm-hmm. and is a brand new single. Uh, that's, that's not the truth, Ellen, because <laughs> used to be young is a song off her latest album and the summer vacation, which the lead single from that is Flowers, which was, like, the biggest song in the Flowers, world for, like, yeah. two months. Yeah. All this tells me is that everyone listened to Flowers, and then no one listened to her album. I think that's probably fairly accurate. I don't think that album was marketed particularly well, though. I won't lie. The The single was marketed well. I don't think the album was marketed particularly I honestly didn't even know when it came out. Um... And then this single has now also been marketed really well, which is why everyone thinks it's just a brand new song, right? I even thought it was a brand new song. Yeah, I don't um, know to slap you. Um, no, you it's did. number four. It's, it's track four on and the Summer Vacation, which was released on the 10th of March. Work. That was a long time ago. Now, it's a 13-song album. Mm-hmm. And out of the 13 songs, I think you would like... Flowers, Jaded, Rose Colored Lenses, Used to Be Young, um, You, River, Muddy Feet, Wildcard, Wonder Woman. So you would like nine Bro, out of thirteen like, songs, which is I was a, gonna say that was like ten songs. <laughs> yeah. The rest of them I'm not yeah, sure you'd like, funny. but that's a pretty pretty good percentage okay. of songs that you would like. Okay. I'll in my listen opinion. to it and I'll report back to you. Just so you can find There's, out. I mean, you're you not going right. to, so don't say that. I won't, but I think maybe as a motivation of trying to see if you were right or not is a pretty good one. So, well, no, you should, for the sake of the podcast, do your homework. Yeah. Bitch. I mean, when have you ever known me to do anything for the sake of basically anything other than my own pleasure? It's really annoying when I try to get you to review something for the podcast and you don't do it. So fucking do it. It's the only time yeah, I've okay. ever gotten mad at you is when you don't do it. Anyway. Yeah. That's <laughs> true. Um, Through the screen. There's a couple of songs on here that actually sound a lot like... Um, I can't remember the name of the album. You know JoJo's Please, album that we were obsessed to... In oh, um, oh, so college, good. yeah, that was good. Yeah, so quite a it few of the songs. Um, I also think it might have been subtitled. No, it wasn't. It was called "Mad Love." Okay. Oh. Well, one everyone, if you have listened to George's uh, 2016 album "Mad Love," you should because it's fucking a masterpiece. That was good. That was a masterpiece. Um. But then secondly, if you've listened to it and you like it, you will also probably like Miley Cyrus's latest album. So there's that. Okay. I believe you. Okay. I have... <laughs> well, I don't have anything. I want to talk about the Scooter Braun stuff. Okay. Do you need to put the How much do you know? music in? Oh, Okay. 
Okay, Scooter Braun, how much do you know? Do you know enough to be able to explain the situation? Well, should we just, shall I just try and then you can say, Madison, you're so wrong? (laughs) Sure. Okay, so, the Madison version of what happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Well, firstly, it started with, um, I think, how do you say her name? Idina? Idina Menzel? She parted ways with... Scooter six months ago, but no one knew, right? This only came out after um, after it was revealed that Demi and Ariana have parted ways with Scooter Braun, um, Demi Lovato and Ariana Grande. That would be for people who, for some reason, don't know. Also, there are rumours that Justin has um, left as well, but they're kind of unconfirmed. Um, and for a little while, people were like, oh, did he do, is there, like, some criminal investigation going on here? And then people switched around to being like, oh, I think this is just because he's a bad manager and I don't know what happened since then. So that's really all I know. Go off. Um, I mean, sort of, I guess you've got <laughs> things right. But basically what happened was, to like, two weeks ago, um, there was all long. these rumours and articles coming out that Justin Bieber was planning on parting ways with Scooter Braun. Um, oh, that happened <clears throat> Yeah, so allegedly a lot of it has to do with the fact that, um, I don't know if you remember, but he had like a world tour that was meant to happen and then he got uh, sick. Yeah, it cancelled it, was, like, it Lyme right? Or yeah, yes. Um, and he yeah, cancelled yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so basically he went into like a ton of debt. Like, millions upon millions yes. upon millions worth of debt because of yep. this tour being cancelled. Um, and Scooter, yep. as his manager, was meant to, like, put things in place to protect him in, in this case, if this, uh, yeah. in case this yep. would happen, uh, and, like, work to help him get his money back and pay the staff off and all that thing. Um, but mm. he couldn't. So then, in the end, Scooter Braun just ended up organising a deal between Justin and this uh, company, that basically buys the rights to the masters of different artists' uh, music. Right. Basically, as a way, just like an investment, an investment thing. Interesting. So Which is Bieber obviously sold, so. Do... That's why he sold his stuff, right? Interesting. Yeah. So Justin Bieber sold the rights to all of his masters to this company who just invests in that stuff. Um, that's so interesting because I remember all of that, when that happened. Everyone like, was like, "Why would he do this?" Hundred million or something. Because he didn't get, <clears throat> yeah, and he yeah. didn't make any, like he didn't get any money. It was a really shitty deal where Scooter like got most of the money or something. I don't even remember. But people were like, "This is so weird. Why would he do this?" That's obviously why. Yeah, it was to pay off the debt from the cancelled tour. But anyway, all this was coming out. And it's like any day now, you were going to find out that Justin's left Scooter Braun and fired him and all this stuff. <laughs> um, and then sneak attack. There was no news on the Justin Bieber front for like a week. But what we did mm. hear was that just uh, Ariana Grande and Demi Lovato both abruptly left him, yes. parted ways with him as their manager. Um, in the same like within a couple of days, and then within like another day, Idina <laughs> Idina Menzel Adele Dazim, uh dropped him, which. <laughs> Yeah, that's so random and weird. I don't even know why he was managing her in the first place. Um, no, and then a few weird. days after that, it came out that 
Kylie Ray Jepsen also dropped him. Um, Interesting. I didn't know about that one. I knew, I think I, the Kid Leroy, I think I heard, had done as well, but I didn't know about Miss Kylie um, Ray. Um, mm. Yeah, so all of these celebrities are dropping him. It's really abrupt, mm. really random. Um, I guess ultimately we don't really know if he was like, if he's like uh, uh, finishing the producing career and focusing on other things, or yeah, if well because something's all about these to people come were out. well because I saw all these articles where uh, like people were like, oh, I, it must be like I think it's a bad management thing because he's putting so much of his focus on K-pop because he did that weird merger with a company. I'm not. I don't really know a lot of details about that, so that's that. But I was like, okay, even if that's true. Why would all of these people drop him in the space of a week? Like that contracts don't yeah. just all end in the same week. That doesn't it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like and there are only so many ways that you can get out of a contract, right? So like there are only so many reasons why you could no, I agree. and being unsatisfied yeah. is not really one of them. <laughs> so yeah. No, I, yeah, I don't know. And I think Weird. that um <clears throat> Yeah, I, I mean, personally, I do. I still think that something's going to come out. Uh, and I say that because it looks like there's bad blood between all of these artists and Scooter. For example, Ariana Grande, who in the past has, like, uh, praised him and been really close with him and stuff, mm. has completely unfollowed him and his family and all of that stuff on social media and all that. Like, Interesting. That would lead me to believe if there's not bad blood for other, like, personal reasons, then there's bad blood because something's going to come out about him mismanaging people or doing tax fraud or some random shit like that. Yeah, um, I think, I see, I think, well, I mean, allegedly. Well, I see, I also read an article about the Ariana thing, specifically being, <clears> like, they've been really upset, her team have been really upset because of, obviously, all of the, the personal scandals that have been going on with her recently, mm. um, that Scooter has not personally been managing which is so they're unhappy about how that's happened but i yeah I apparently he was like on vacation with his family in hawaii and yeah, like refused to come yeah, back yeah, in the yeah, middle exactly. of all of the the pr nightmare wild. um which yeah wild. I'm, i have max feelings about because like if you're on vacation with your family fair enough but also if you're being paid like a hundred million dollars a year get your fucking ass up and work you know yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's really true. Um, yeah, yeah. So I also would not be surprised if this is actually some much bigger actual tangle with the law kind of situation. Um, but I, yeah. I also wouldn't be surprised if we don't find out for like five years, you know. <laughs> Until there's like a scandalizing documentary out or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it could fair. be like Which tomorrow, is why. but it also could be, yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to say, I think each of us should come up with a reason as to why he's being dropped by everyone and what the scandalous news that's going to break is, okay? I mean, I would be happy to speculate, but I'm scared we'll get sued for defamation. <laughs> um, I'm not. <laughs> okay. Okay, I think the news that's going to come out and it's going to shake the world... Okay, mm-hmm. are you ready to hear this news, That's the things that Scooter Braun did? Yeah. I think he 
was personally inspired by Army Hammer. Okay. But I think he was so inspired and he couldn't be one-upped. So I think he actually ate a whole person. There are so many layers there. Um, you know, wh- why well, do you think this? <laughs> because that would be iconic and hilarious. I think that he ate an entire person. I mean, not to speculate, but maybe it was one of his clients, and that's the reason his clients are leaving him. Just saying. Yeah, no, totally. Totally. I think, like, if I could come up with a hundred reasons why this is all happening, it makes complete sense for that to be in the top slot. Yeah, no, I agree. So now you can tell me what your your hypothesis is. I think my hypothesis is We're getting some wild angles from you this episode. Yes. <laughs> I'm on my bed. <laughs> I gather. Um Yeah, yeah. My hypothesis is that he got word that there's an asteroid heading Mm. to Earth. Mm. And so he actually dumped all of his clients because he was like, I don't have time for this. I've got to go build my bunker. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. <laughs> it's giving. Mm. Don't look up. It is a little, isn't it? Yeah. Ironically, starring Ariana Grande, one of his former clients. Oh, so true. <laughs> I forgot about that. So you know, I maybe know, that was totally planned. <laughs> speaking of like cosmic energy and cosmic karma and shit, maybe the maybe way you're right. this maybe is it's all a full gone circle thing. full circle. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who knows? Who are we to say that we're oh. wrong? You know? So true. So true. Who is anyone to say that we're wrong? Except for Scooter Braun. He's, I suppose, the only one who can confirm right now whether this true. is a case of a world-ending apocalypse or cannibalism. But why would we believe anything out of Scooter Braun's mouth? You know? Because if That's I was so a cannibal, true. I would also say I'm not a cannibal. <laughs> uh, did I, I you know? say that he wasn't a cannibal? He um, he's just disappeared, hasn't he? I don't know. Pretty much. He's fully... Uh, no, like, he's, like, working um on a, a holiday island doing, like, um timeshare sales. So, you know, those people at, like, Stop the shops, it. the shopping malls. Wait, is that serious or are you pulling my leg? <laughs> Who am I, a toddler? I'm not pulling your leg. Well, you know, I'm no, I'm being dead serious. So you can't. You know those people at like shopping centers who um are like yeah. harass you, and you try to like avoid them, and you walk past them because they're trying to sell you shit. Yeah, yeah, he's one of those, but at a resort, um, and he's trying to sell timeshare apartments. This feels 
right now I feel like I did when you said to me, yeah, <laughs> the Hot Wheels movie is going to be directed by <laughs> what's-his-name and it's going to star what's-his-name. And I was like, ah, that's a funny joke. And then you were like, no, I'm being 100% serious. And then you linked me to a real <laughs> article. That's what I feel like no, right yeah, now. No, I feel like I'm being gaslit, but I don't know if you're... <laughs> <laughs> I'm being dead serious. Do you want to hear something else that doesn't feel real? Yeah. Yeah, so pictures have just come out of uh, Kanye West mm. and his Australian wife, Bianca Sensori. When did he get married? Um, last year. Do you not remember this? No. Oh. She looks exactly like Kim Kardashian, but she's, like, an Australian architect. That's wild. Wow. Anyway, um, photos have just come out of them, paparazzi photos of them in, they're on holiday in Venice. You know, the sinking Mm -hmm. city. (laughs) Yes. Fully. Okay, you're not going to believe me, but fully, she's giving him head on a gondola. (laughs) You he know, is I full bear. Easier to believe than the army hammer thing, but that's still <laughs> fucking crazy. Wow. Yeah, fully. He's ass out. She's on her knees, like no shirt. Like, I don't want to say that he's trying to create a Kim Kardashian moment for her, but that's waxed. Yeah, that's his bare ass hanging out. No. What was he thinking? Yeah. What was she? Thinking? I have no idea. What was he thinking? I don't know, but honestly, oh. their relationship is their relationship is giving um, like subservient. Like she's not allowed to talk or make any decisions, and she's super uncomfortable the whole time. Okay. I don't know. Allegedly, by me, because the way I see them when they're doing like press and when they're like uh, walking around the streets and stuff, she looks so uncomfortable twenty four seven. Um, that's crazy. Yeah, yeah, that's so crazy. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. <sighs> Genuinely wild. I feel like I've learned information about the world that I should not have. Like it feels like information. Yeah, it feels that illegal I I to know. Had a better life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wow. Yeah. Well. No one else has had a divorce, have they? I'm just looking at what we talked about last time. Last time, every every other celebrity couple (laughs) was getting a divorce. Um, Right. No, I have a fun game for us to play at some point. Like right now? Okay. I don't know if I'm prepared. Okay, basically, my idea for this game is I pull up Archive of Our Own. Okay. And I read some of your fan fictions out loud. No. No! <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's okay, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but... and I... I was going to say, and I list... I, like, give you a tag, like a warning tag, uh, and you have to tell me what it means and see if you get it right or not. Interesting. Boom. Okay, this is a fun game. This is a very fun game, considering the fact that we were recently just talking about 
something related to this. I can't remember what. Yeah, wasn't okay. it the um, wasn't it the hack? Yeah, something. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm ready for this segment to start right now. I'm trying to. Um, I don't really know many. Um, okay, wait. Well, I'm assuming you know dead dove don't eat. Yes. Which basically means like, I think a people a lot of people assume that it means like, oh, this is going to be a really gruesome fic. But what it actually just means is take the tags that I've written very very seriously. Yeah. Do you know where it's from? I learned this only like two or three weeks ago. It's from Arrested Development, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'm proud of you for knowing something about a I sitcom. Know. I, I know. Honestly, I did not think that was information that I would ever need in real life, but I'm glad that it was applicable so soon. That's fair. <laughs> um, okay, we can start with an easy one. What's fluff? Oh, so cute. It just means like light and cute content, really. That's what I would describe it as. What would you describe it as? Interesting. Yeah, like fluffy romance, like. Yeah. What about ABO? (laughs) This means. Okay, no, this is um, Alpha, Beta, Omega, which is like, it can, which kind of the the world of that can incorporate like basically a lot of different stuff. Kind of people can make their own rules for it, but it's like, oh my God, how would I even describe this? It's like a, oh my God, how does one describe this in, in, in the real world? It's like... I'm going to I'm going to say it's kind of like assigning No, I don't know. Help. How would you? I'm going to it's like a like a it's like a dog, like a wolf thing. That's not the but game. But it's also like I've... <laughs> See, people it's dynamics. Say it's like it's dynamics between gender. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, okay. It's I, have you ever read ones alpha? where they're like yeah, yeah, you're in charge. What? Have you read like ones where like what? Alpha. Where they're described as a secondary gender. I had yeah, not until I have. recently, and I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, no, wild. Wild. But I suppose until recently, I'd only been reading hetero fic, so. Anyway. So that, that was what it mostly was, is? Like, wait. <laughs> I think I gave away way too much information there about myself instead of, like, (laughs) 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 ABO. Yeah, dynamics, that's a great way to describe it. Interesting. Okay, um, it's... um, Why do they have to make you sign up for shit? I hate this. (laughs) Crack. Okay, this means um, something that's, like, really wildly outlandish that would never happen in real life, mm-hmm. pretty much. Mm-hmm. 
I feel like I'm just getting grilled on like fandom culture. I think crack more means. I think you're wrong on that one, and crack is more like interesting, batshit insane, almost psychedelic levels of craziness happening. Oh, okay. So you would like, like, so it's kind of the same thing as what I said, but you're saying it's yeah. like one step further than outlandish. It's like balls to the wall. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What about drabble? Means it's really short. I think usually it has to be less than three hundred words. Interesting. I didn't know that. I think I, there's a lot of different ways that people like classify it, but that's my understanding at least. Okay, what about angst? Uh, like, um, really, like, deeply emotional, but, like, <laughs> a lot of conflict, you know? So, like, mm-hmm. typically it's, just like, describing interpersonal relationships between whoever the two main characters are mm-hmm. of the fic, so it's, like, there's, like, some kind of conflict between them, but it can be, like, external problems as well. Okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but in my experience, okay. um, angsty fix or angst fix that have been tagged with angst, um, a lot of the time it's in regards to like pining. It can be. It can be. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I think probably because so many fix like their main drama is just the main couple getting together right so even though there is still external plot the main point of the fic is the romance which i think is why there's such a large focus on the pining because also a lot of fics are a slow burn um so yes okay the next one that you have to explain and answer for is mm-hmm. plot what plot oh god Also affectionately known as porn without plot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um which so basically is exactly what I just said. It's a written form of porn. <laughs> there's there's no plot to the story. It's just the two characters going at it. Okay. They're always Next very good. Is <laughs> domestic. Oh, okay. This is like I mean Kind of self-explanatory, I suppose, but like it just means almost like slice of life stuff. So yeah, I think like, slice of life um, is a good example. Established or a good definition, sorry. Yeah, it's like established relationship. You're just like a little piece of the everyday life. Hand in hand yeah. with fluff, often. Often, often. This is like a um, a, a fanfiction one hundred and one. Okay. Well, title of that fan fiction one I won. Um, fuck or die. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, interesting. I personally usually only see this if there's like a sex poem situation. So I'll that explain both at the same, the same time. List, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's or ABO. It well, happens quite often with ABO. Does it? Interesting. Oh, like if people are like going into a heat or something. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Yeah. Okay. So basically, I mean, again, kind of self-explanatory. It basically means that it's a plot device that the two main characters have to have sex or they'll die. (laughs) 
Usually Slash. porn without plot. Usually it is. Um, and the sex pollen is just like, it's usually used to describe some kind of like external something that has forced this, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, exciting stuff. Okay. I genuinely don't know what this. Yeah. No, I want to hear this. Oh, yeah. I was going to say it was a Doctor Who one, actually. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Oh, but, okay. Wait, sorry. Yeah. I genuinely don't know what this one means, and I've tried to look it up mm-hmm. before and I can't figure it out. Wump. Okay. Oh, interesting. Okay, this is like... um. What's, this is what I had. This is how I would describe it. I don't know if other people would describe it as this, but this is what I would say. Is it's mm-hmm. kind of like hurt comfort, but without the comfort. <laughs> um, okay. It usually means so then, like, yeah. I was just going to say, so then the next one I was going to ask you was Dubcon. Oh. Uh, okay. Well, it means dubious consent. So there are, but there are like two different ways that this can kind of come into play, which is either it's like, um, I've seen some people use it actually to describe like, like role playing, like consensual non consent role playing. Um, but in my opinion, what it is more accurately described as is like, um, is it's not outright sexual assault. But it's also not entirely consensual either. So, like a sex pollen or a or a, um, a fuck or die would be dubcon because it's like the normal <laughs> the normal boundaries of yeah. consent don't apply there. It's because not it's like, like well, would these two people be having sex consent. if they weren't in a situation? Kind of. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But it's also okay, usually yeah. it's like I mean, yeah, usually there's like underlying feelings there so they probably would be having sex outside of the situation but n- not right now if the situation hadn't called for it kind of thing yeah mm. whereas wump is not that that's like in my opinion wump is like oh this character's broken their leg and they're really sad and that's that kind of thing or like a sick fake almost gets you in the feels because the character's like fucking go and throw it Interesting. Um, OOC. Out of character. So Mm -hmm. it means basically that the author has written the character completely not in the way that they have been characterized by the original source material. Which I find funny because that means there's like a certain self-awareness about the writer, whether it's, whether they're doing it on purpose or not. It's like interesting. Okay. It is. Well, I, I, in my opinion, usually that happens. A, when it's a really inexperienced author, and so even though they are aware it's happening, they don't know how to fix it. Or it's someone who is writing the characters, but they don't really actually care necessarily about the characters. They just kind of want to write in the world, and so then the characters are, like, really just a convenient way to do it. So. Yeah. That's fair. What about a fix-it fic? What's a fix-it fic? Oh, I love a fix-it fic. Basically, it means the author recognises that the council has made a decision, but given it's a stupid-ass decision, they elected to ignore <laughs> it. 
and they basically rewriting canon from a specific moment. Canon being what actually happened in show or the movie or the book or whatever. Yeah. 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 Hmm. I'm too good at this. I know everything. I've been reading fan fiction since I was 12 years old. How old were you when you first started reading? So I. You got to be about the same age, right? Yeah. Yeah. Younger than no, no, younger than 12. You reckon? I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Wait, I'm trying to like find ones that aren't just like full on sexual terms. Iconic. I mean, I would know those too. Probably. It's difficult. That's fair. Um, What do you want? You want like a BuzzFeed article? Because if you are, that's hilarious. No, there wasn't any. Trust me, I tried. Uh. Okay, what about smut? (laughs) Explain what smut is. Well, I'll go through the whole, the whole, the whole history, which, so smart basically is just, it's got sex scenes in it, it's got porn, um, but, like, it's basically almost exclusively used by fan fiction readers and authors, because in the actual book talk world, for example, they call it, like, spicy, spicy romance means it's got sex in it. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to be, um, there used to be a citrus scale. Do you remember that? I do. Yeah. <laughs> so if, it was, if it was lemons, it was like outright explicit sex scenes. But if it was lime, it was just like, just a little bit of something interesting, just a hint. Of yeah. Which is why, because happening. why wouldn't you use like chilies and spice? Yeah. 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 It's true. I don't think, but I don't use it started using spicy until really recently like in the last couple of years to describe yeah so i can get that okay what about slash slash fanfics uh that's like same sex right i think so yeah so i i'm pretty sure anyway (laughs) yeah yeah You know, now I'm just scrolling through fanfics Why of different ships to, like, see ones I don't really know. Do you know how often frottage comes up in heterosexual and non-heterosexual fics? It's really... it's See, I always find this so interesting because uh, people, are, like, get so term-specific in their tags and then it turns out that it's just, like, dry humping or something, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, they're, like, kind of lingus and then it's just... Pussy eating. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's really funny the way that people like tag stuff sometimes. No, I agree. It's it's hyper specific. It's hyper specific because I'm thinking frottage. I'm pretty sure is like a, a dry humping situation, but it's like it's a really specific. Like I don't know the details, so I'm just going to make them up and be like, oh, the the one person has to be clothed, one is unclothed, they have to be in this specific situation, um, like, specific, yeah, location. Um, yeah. It's like, I don't think we needed that level of detail <laughs> yeah. in the tags. <laughs> yeah, no, agree. whatever. I went on, I went to um, just, like, the most recent works that have been published on AO3, and that was wild. That was a wild experience. People will be <laughs> doing some weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, let's do our What the Fuck of the Weeks and wrap up, because I feel like 
this game was flawed from the beginning because we both already know pretty much all of them. Everything, yeah, so true. But I still enjoyed it because when when wouldn't I want to take an opportunity to talk about fan fiction? Really? <laughs> exactly, that's fair. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, okay. Am okay. I going first or are you going first? I think I normally go first. Um, my What the Fuck a Week this week is breakfast food. Interesting. I feel like I most... Breakfast food. No, I'm bringing up a conspiracy within the breakfast food community. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. I... <clears throat> breakfast food... Most breakfast food is designed to be able to help you poop, right? Or make you poop. Is it? Well, all cereals, all oatmeals, breads, carbs with fibre, all that kind of stuff is meant to make you poop. I totally would have said it was to keep you full and give you energy for the day. No, I think they're mostly, I mean, yeah, but they're also mostly for poopies. And I'm like, Interesting. It, it angers me that so much breakfast food is designed to make you poop. Maybe it's also meant to make you full, but it's designed to make you poop because it's like, well, if I have to eat breakfast in the morning, then that's before I have to like either go out and do errands or go out to work. And then when's that urge to poop going to hit? In the first hour or two that you're out. Look, how is that, while I don't... How is that ethical? <laughs> I, I don't know if this is like a breakfast food conspiracy, but I do understand the anger because I also personally hate when that happens. And on top of that, I am very much a person who can't poop anywhere except for at home. Yeah. So, well, that's the other thing is it's like it's, it's when annoying. you're forced to like poop at like the office or whatever, what's <sighs> like... An appropriate Stressful. amount of time to spend pooping, you know. Yeah. Mm, yeah. At what point? Yeah. Do they think you've got like hemorrhoids? <laughs> Are they do other people even care? I don't know. Well, I would say that I would totally not notice in an office environment if someone was gone for like five or ten minutes. But once it was getting to like a fifteen to twenty minute mark, I'd be like, mm. "Where are they?" Yeah, that's I'm fair. not sure I would necessarily. <laughs> I also probably when it was getting to that point, when someone came back, I'd be like, "Bro, what were you doing?" <laughs> so, <laughs> but then wouldn't but you if hate it was to answer like, pooping? Well, yeah, sure, of course, but. That wouldn't be my first assumption. If someone was gone for 20 minutes, I wouldn't be like, oh, they've gone to the bathroom. I'd be like, wow, they might have died. So, (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) yeah. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So I understand and I can definitely um, feel empathy towards your anger. As you should. Okay, what's your what the fuck of the week? Okay, well, it was spoon-fed by Nicholas um, uh, before the episode started, but I'm going to use it anyway, which is that um, Ferrari F1 
have just uh, released their um, their home races this coming weekend. So they've just released the design for their special race suit, limited edition, and they look like McDonald's workers. So much so that they well, do. A, they, there have immediately do. been a bunch of memes. I've already sent Nicholas <laughs> a photo that someone edited of them behind a Macca's counter, and it's very good. But also so much so that um, Lando Norris, who drives for McLaren, literally said on a stream, they're definitely better than last year's ones, but this year they look like McDonald's workers. So, you know, <laughs> even the other drivers are piling on them about these design choices. Um, yeah, it's it was a choice. Yeah, it's an interesting one. It was a choice. It really was. I love that though and when it's... when like No, you go. No, I I was just gonna say and it doesn't even necessarily the suit designs the suit design itself is fine, but it does not suit either of the two drivers, so it's a bit of a choice. But yeah, what were you gonna say, sorry? I was just gonna say I love when PR people are like extremely out of touch and just like only a not only like a super rich person would look at those outfits and be like, "Yeah, no, that's not reminding me of anything. You're good to go." <laughs> I mean, again, to be honest, I should show you the photos from last year's one because they looked like it was like the whole suit was just basically bright yellow with a couple of black accents. They <laughs> looked like fucking bumblebees slash minions. So again, <laughs> better than last year, but still not great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's no winning with that colour combination, I won't lie. No, there really isn't. There really isn't. Usually they look they look fine in the usual ones. Just stick with mm. that. <laughs> anyway. Or or all black. Like I feel like that's if you're gonna invert the colours for a limited edition, go black is the main colour, accents mm. yellow and red. I don't know. That's just me. Yeah. Makes sense. Or just do like a special patch on it or something. Yeah, a different pattern. Something. Mm. <laughs> you could do the Italian flag. Like, let's be real. There's a lot yeah. of... Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Far be from us to spoon feed these people ideas, but... <laughs> I mean, we're clearly better at PR than they are, so... Clearly. Clearly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely some choices have been made. <clears throat> All okay, right. well, Maddie, what are your socials? Real underscore Maddie underscore M for TikTok and Instagram. What are yours? What are the pods? Slay. Um, the podcasts are WTFIH podcast on Instagram and TikTok. Which, I don't know, once we start getting in the hang of recording again, I'm sure I'll get in the hang of posting again. And everything yeah. will be fine. If you want to follow me, you can at NIC underscore sushi on TikTok and Twitter, which I still refuse to call X. Um, oh my God, who's calling it X? Basically no one. Period. Elon okay. Musk is calling um, it X. That's it. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. No, I'm still listening to what the fuck is happening in the podcast. What the fuck is happening? It's never gonna work. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.